previously on The Dude Grows Show. What's growing on the Saturday morning? Taking her easy. Oh, we got to wake Scotty up or what? Yup, you there? I'm up, man. I'm up, man. I was just doing my total darkness therapy, okay? I was awake, man. I've been awake all the time. (laughs) Scotty's been doing human light depth, for those that don't know. (laughs) 12 on 12. Oh, that would be cool, right? (laughs) Get it with your eyelids, though. You might as well get the Neuralink to do it with your eyelids. Lights off. I don't know if I call it darkness therapy, but just the other day I was uh, out in the woods. It was starting to get dark, and uh, I just started to think about complete darkness. Yes, you just kick back there. And also, if you're curious, I will. Uh, I got my, my. I'm getting ready to go to Hawaii. I go to Hawaii tomorrow, guys. So I was just prepping the look here. This is actually the sun hat I picked up at the last DDC Cup um, that I'll bring out again. I liked my ass lives in British Columbia, right? So I'm white, like. Granted, so I need to have as much protection, if you will, as possible. Um, so, damn, those lights. I'm going to keep these on for a minute. Holy shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> but regardless, yeah, family vacation, DGC listening. We're going to have uh, Banner, Scotty, and some uh, interesting content coming out from Grambo over the next couple weeks. And some regular shows. So, if I'm not around, that's what I'm doing. Getting out on a little vacay as it's getting close to summer, summertime. Um, hope we all have some. What up, weed pillow, eh? How can you not buy this when Amazon recommends this to you? It's like better than an Olive Garden t-shirt, right? <laughs> you can put your weed oh. in it. <laughs> Good Manor, how are you? How are you this morning? I'm excellent just waking up. You are well, sir? I'm well. Hey, will you show your big gulp? Banner has been walking in with a big gulp, and it seems so unlike him. And I asked him about it one time, and he goes, "Yes, yeah, the best clone shipper there is." That <laughs> is hilarious. Maybe for some teens in there, but got to be hooking up some people. <laughs> yeah, allegedly, allegedly. Well, Brother Trip likes to insist on rooted clones. Yes, and they're uh, they get rather aggressive and tall. So, so it's it's Saturday morning. An oversized cup. Dude, you said we're, we, I didn't have any kind of specific grow talk in here, but it's Saturday morning. Let me hijack it right off the bat with sending cuts or so unrooted cuts is definitely a thing, right? Yeah. How does that work, man? What do you mean? I mean, I have to get my cuts right from the, right from cut them, put them in cloning gel to seal that wound and then put them so right in a, you cut them? A media. Cut them? Take a piece of paper towel, mm-hmm. and then you just roll a paper towel around the end. Sure. Fold it over so it's not exposed on the bottom, and then just dip it in water. And that's it, huh? And then put it. I 
put it in like a little uh, snack bag, you know? Sure. And then uh, that, and then the whole thing goes into a Ziploc. Sure. Got it. And boom, there you go. And that goes in. Like, uh, like my brother Trip, if he was allegedly doing it, like a flat rate mailbox, you know, flat, one of those flat rate boxes or something. Yeah, ten or eleven dollar one. Cheap? No, it's by weight. They got rid of the regional rate. Wait, like uh, did they? Wait, why are you guys allegedly doing anything when you're shipping? You're, there's US no THC in that, man. You were supposed, dude. You don't let the postal you're... service to come to your. Isn't the Secret Service part of the postal service or something? I don't know. There's a lot of people who tell you that, like, the, I mean, the cuts. They they wouldn't test more than what is it? Point three there's nothing illegal there's nothing technically technically illegal about it okay they're below the farm the farm act bill the farm bill thing all that shit's legal we're talking about yeah hemp cuts we are but still man the seinfeld episode scared the shit out of me about postman postman (laughs) think about all the businesses the businesses that are currently doing it you know there's there's definitely i don't know a handful of people that just on the up and up send and ship clones around i don't know how they process credit cards because man i've already made the match list and kind of does suck on and off you're you're lucky to get it there let it let it yeah you know yeah with those businesses it goes from don't get caught to don't get sued that's how you know you're growing the biggest trouble the hardest i mean the thing about the that kind of stuff is really more about payment yeah it's just processing payments that's the challenge yeah it's not the shipping send them to your friends man share those hemp clones to you with your friends you know let's you need some local homies but at some point it's got to jump a little farther so yeah yeah grow stores need to happen you need to be able to go there and get them from grow stores yeah i think that'd be cool as shit keep your grow store more and more of the grow stores are having seed catalogs we'll tell you that no i don't like the grow store if i'm a grow store owner I'm going to be concerned. How do I pay? People like to really put up a sting when something goes wrong, not necessarily when you have awesome customer service and everything else. <laughs> yeah, so the first right. person that takes some clones back and says they got PM from me, even though they already had it, but they're going to blame me. And then they're going to spread the word a little bit. Dude, their clones are tainted. And it killed my whole girl. Like, it's very tricky there, I think, to enter that arena, Scotty. I guess you're right, man. Just you got to have some kind of social aspect to it. Yeah, but at the, the same cigar time. store. The good, the good shops have plant starts of everything else. What's the difference? Talk to me right. Especially man. if you're going to put them outside. Yeah, you go everywhere and get plant starts. Strawberries. But do you guys remember the old realtor days where you'd go and they have like the three ring binder? Sure. Listings. Okay. Do you remember that or no? Not? No, wait. Super long time ago when you wanted to buy a house. Right. Like your realtor would have like a three ring binder. Is this in the 70s? No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, that's the new jam for your grow shop with the seeds. Oh, yeah. Catalog. Yeah. Flip through it. Yeah, like three ring binder, though, where you can just flip through. and I love it. That's pretty cool, man. I think it could be oh, done. Right. I, I kind of agree just thinking about it now because, like you said, you, a lot of people are buying clones for indoor growth. You can't. If you're going to tie in selling clones at the nursery, there's all <laughs> kinds of potential cross-contamination happening there. That would have to be just for outside. Um, where the grocery store would be a good environment for it because they have all the product there they need to maintain it. It makes sure. a good display. It's a great talking piece, educational piece. So, yeah, I think they should totally allow that. And they do. I think s- the store should just start doing it. I literally don't think, like, when to somebody's, oh, sorry, th- there was feedback that with that farm bill, there's no THC in the plant. None. Yeah, but you can't sure. sling it. I'm a registered nursery, and they come and inspect my nursery, and it's kind of a big deal. So you don't want to be slinging plants without being a registered nursery. Brother Tripp says, "Well, and the other, 
Watch brother trip. People are gonna. Yo, we got Banner. we got farmers markets popping up around Denver. Brother Trip's got cuts. And <laughs> right. You're I told Pedro. nice guy Kenny to go do that. Your San Pedro cactus and whatnot. Ooh, you're right. It's legal. I don't want to sit here and sound ignorant about saying, oh, the farm bill says you can do this because a lot of times it is how local law enforcement interpret shit and they will come and mow down stuff and definitely lock people up and F with people because, yeah. So just as a disclaimer, I'm not making it sound like, oh, I can do whatever I want with this farm bill, but leave me alone. I love it. Well, the other way to do it is have an event, man, and people just bring stuff, which is pretty cool. That's how a lot of it rolls down right. in Denver. Right. It's just among friends or among, you know, people kind of in the scene. And if you want to bring something to share, you can. It doesn't somebody... have to be above board. It can just be like, hey, you know what? My buddy said he would get me a cut. I got to go over to the grocery store. Yeah. Or some people find cool mix. stuff and they'll show up at one of the little gatherings with like a handful of uh, rooted cuts and they just want to start spreading it around to the local folks. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. cool, man. Hey, let's do an event. We are. We're doing a cup, bro. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, same thing. Cup. Cup. People be bringing stuff to the cup. I know there's a bunch of folks that got some nice genetics at the cup last year. Absolutely. Not really. All kinds of good stuff. All kinds I'll be ozonating as you leave. I'm ozonating everyone, man. <laughs> you have to go through a, like an ozonator, like little yeah. wand thing that you walk through and get yeah. sprayed. Try not to get any of your eyes. We could have a de- we could have a decontamination station. Oh yeah, we station. A, we're not bringing. PM Actually, that's a there. good one for dude. De- de- camp- say decontamination it. Decontamination station. Yeah, station. Yes, got it. It's a double. It's like COVID PM. It's like gotta wear masks. Everything COVID PM. That'd be kind of cool though. Uh, Scotty, yeah. take it into the comments here, man. You got you got a follow up on the guy that had a tree grow in his chest. Well, wait, did we even shout out, man? I was going to shout out because these are too good. Kiefer Butterland. Did we shout out Kiefer Butterland? Um, let me see. No, we did not shout out these cats yet. Go ahead. Ah, come on. How about Bilbo Bagseed? <laughs> they're good, man. <laughs> so they're good. good. That's a good one. You can, take, you can take the last one as well. Donkey Dick Nooks. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Who does not love some Donkey Dick Nooks, man? Didier. I don't know why. See, I like, yeah. Why do they specify a donkey specifically, though? I don't understand. There could be a lot of different animals, a lot of different variables. I don't, I guess. Uh, yeah, it, it's rolls. not like the they're double, going double around D. And, yeah, out of all the animal penises I've seen, it's the donkey that most reminds me of. <laughs> Somebody had a goddamn donkey in their backyard. And probably, Tell us about all the. <laughs> I mean it well different change yeah I feel like definitely uh, would forest gulp you know well they resist planation you realize that's gonna come up on the YouTube feed now right oh we have a meme generator bro <laughs> <laughs> we got some good comments to cover here before we hop into those just a quick reminder realgrowers.com guys get yourself some recharge grow dots we got oh, I thought you were opening up with like a bucket of some dots this is your big bucket of weed Oh, it's not so big. You're almost <laughs> down to the nitty gritty in there. Um, yeah, uh, down to the nitty gritty. Down to the crumble. Yeah. So I need this to come through. I need that uh, that harvest to come through. My next one. Tell me, I'm sipping through for popcorn over here. Uh, dudesworld.ca. If you guys want recharge or grow dots up in Canada, and as always, our pros list features everybody, man. Everybody making this show happen, the dudegrows.com forward slash 
Rose with some DDC vetted gear over there. Check it out. All the coupon codes are listed. And let's have some more fun and hang, man. What's Tim Turk got to say about trees growing in chest? There were some cool comments. This one just made me laugh. Do you remember, uh, uh, Grambo, I have it up. Yes. This was an article we did on the show, and it was kind of hilarious because I wasn't them. Small tree found growing inside Russian man's lungs. And uh, it says a Russian man who was being operated on for a suspected tumor ended up having a fir tree removed from one of his lungs. The two-inch tree was found by surgeons when they opened up whatever his name is. It's kind of, he says he may have inhaled the seeds. <laughs> Sounds legit. Sounds legit, right, man? I thought it was funny. Our team loves Siporsky. It is the New York Post. <laughs> in the Post. The Post is funny. I get some stuff from it. No, I don't Isn't that who gave us before. Bat Boy back in the day? Yeah. Yeah, it says, dude, do you remember the guy that had chest pains and went to the doctor and found out there was a tree growing in one of his lungs? <clears throat> he had a, inhaled a seed unknowingly, which grew into an actual thick branch in his lungs. Apparently, our lungs are similar to a rock wool growing substrate. Amazing what? pics, videos of the branches and how they got them out. How it started, I don't care his, know his name, but it should be easy to find. I don't know, man. I had to do the whole. Do me a favor. Is there any pictures there, Grandpa? There isn't pictures, but I will. F yeah, I get Tom Sadorkin there, man. You can't AI him either, man. <laughs> Is this real? No. Banner. That looks super it's shenanigans. Fake, it does look a little that fake, looks doesn't really it? fake. Okay, I went and did a little bit of <laughs> investigation, man, all right? And I got the, says myth burners. And by the way, this myth busters I did, but this sounds even more fake. This is a scientific journal called chestnet.org. Uh-uh. You know, like, what are we going to do, man? We'll name <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to name our journal, our journal about the thorax? Well, thorax is taken. How about chestnut? Huh? And it's journal.chestnut.org. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like lung diseases and sleep disorders. But it's called Trees Don't Grow in Lungs. That's what it says. <laughs> <laughs> it just talks about how it's... Yeah. That's a very clickable article. Yeah. And when you just have a conversation funny. about something for a while and then somebody chimes in and says, Hey, guys. Trees don't grow in lungs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next question. But I tell you what they do grow out of, man. Click JR Token's meme here. Because trees grow out of joints if you suck at deceiving. Uh, That's pretty That funny. is crazy. That looks hysterical. <laughs> that is pretty It's funny. a weed, man. Life finds a way, huh? Wants to survive. Oh, man. Yeah. And since we're speaking of, you know, biology and growing things and all that, can I have, remember we talked, we mentioned CRISPR a couple days ago, that mm. gene editing tool? Yeah. Uh, ga the Gamers 5, I don't know if he works, so yeah, I guess he does, says CRISPR is an enzyme. Yes. That we place inside a gene, that we place a gene inside <laughs> of it, and that's how it knows what to cut. So they place the gene inside the enzyme, and that's how it knows what to cut. It's super cool. It's not exact, and will cut other things, and you don't know what that'll do. And then he says, check out the CRISPR babies in China. And so, of course, I googled CRISPR babies Maybe in Thailand China. Scared. Dude, this guy got in trouble for it, man. But uh, he made these HIV-resistant babies. Come on. Uh, I don't know, man. It's pretty fucking crazy. Crispy tots? Yeah, I, I'm sorry. This isn't the right uh, <laughs> crispy tots. How <laughs> dare you, sir? But um, it's interesting. Like, uh, CRISPR wants to feed the world. 
without synthetic fertilizers, you can only feed about 4 billion people of using every bit of arable land and every bit of, you know, fertile, you know, natural fertilizers we have. And we've got like 10 billion people coming up. So they're thinking things like nitrogen fixing bacteria, you know, genetically modified nitrogen fixing bacteria or plants are able to fix nitrogen or, um, uh, fix CO2 and build the soil. There's all this stuff, increased yields with less fertilizer. It's kind of complex. It's not chess or check. I mean, it's not checkers. It's chess, man. All right. How what I does do? that mean? That means that, dude, CRISPR, you want to be like, dude, I'm against gene editing. If it's not natural, it shouldn't be. It's like very easy to say that. And then be like, fuck, man, we do manipulate things all the time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, where does it stop? Yeah. So, does it go ahead, Banner? Jump it in. I would say you're not really afraid of gene editing necessarily. You're afraid of what you don't know about gene editing. You're afraid of, of like, what's going to happen if you cut something out that you don't know. I'm just more worried about robots building more robots, man. That's really all yeah, I'm scared totally. about now. <laughs> <laughs> well, at that point, it's done. I'm just kidding. It's all over. But, right I mean, it is neat. And then it comes to the point where this one's about, you know, like I said, about soil microbes that capture a whole bunch of carbon or fix nitrogen so you don't need uh, synthetic fertilizers for a lot of crops anymore. Or when you do have, you know, you have plants that can handle super low fertilizer inputs and still yield like crazy. All that sounds good, man. Drought resistant. Pout. I here. Look, I got one here that somebody Israeli company uh, reports first ever successful genetically edited cannabis. It's the last one. Sorry, I'm going out of order a little bit. And uh, see if it's uh, yeah. Try that one. Yeah, man. Dude, they they uh can can canbred says they use genetic editing capabilities and they'll they will develop a plant which exhibits improved agronomical traits which would make cannabis farming more affordable and sustainable mm. and uh yeah but they took the powdery mildew gene out man uh Canterbury, a leading israeli genetics company announced on tuesday as part of its r d efforts to develop powdery mildew resistance in cannabis it has detected the first ever successful genome editing event in cannabis. It's an editing event, man. My ears now. I mean, yeah, that's cool, right? If you've had, you, you have boundary mildew now, so, or maybe not. Maybe you'd say you don't, but you might a little bit. But regardless, it does make you think about that. You're like, okay, what's next? Uh, spider mite resistance strain. But I mean, some of these things i was about to say are like the fun challenges in growing but they aren't really fun the challenges you gotta have kind of the ups and downs when people say don't mess with nature that's what we wanted to chime on like man why are you messing with nature you can't be screwing with this stuff like sometimes i feel like hopefully not to me or my family or whoever don't wish it upon anybody but like famine and population checks and national disasters and all that are supposed to happen but in the end aren't we nature too like we're part of nature right so i kind of feel like especially for the medical advances if we're messing with this shit and sure you can make more food for people to not have be starving to death i'm for it because we're nature too is how i look at it at first i agree with banner though i was like i don't know about this shit it's because i don't know much about it it's natural to fear and your ignorance it's natural to be like yeah everything's good don't be doing this crazy change right now but we fear what we don't very understand absolutely um, I just think, dude, think about feminized seed. Feminized seed is taking colloidal silver, <clears throat> taking a clone of the plant, and then breeding it with itself. 
you're reversing the gender using chemicals and inbreeding with there is so little. There's nothing that is natural about that. <laughs> and it uses weird chemicals. Yeah. The only difference is this uses actual genetic. This is like a genetic scissor, which is a little bit different. I don't know. It doesn't <laughs> seem that much different, does it? More effective way to do the same thing. If I'm trying to get an IBL uh, out of a plant and I can just look at it genetically and modify it. And while I'm in there, put some uh, spider mite powder resistance. I mean, we bred wolves into poodles and chihuahuas. So, I mean, we have been doing some funky genetic oh, editing for a long time. But this is one of the unchecked. Uh, the way that uh, I heard a uh, lecture professor give the analogy, it's like like a, a gorilla making it to an island, right? So, like, if you had something that was, uh, like, you know, a bird can fly to an island and nature knows it can fly. So, when it gets there, it can't just ravage the entire island. And so, if you took a gorilla and he can't get to that island, he couldn't swim there. But if a man took that gorilla to that island, it would fucking destroy everything instantly. And that's kind of the metaphor for CRISPR and genetic editing. If we take things past this genetic gulf, uh, you know, we, we, it'll just wipe out ecosystems of our natural population. So if, so if we genetically engineer some sort of baby that has a trait that we, God knows what it would do, some sort of, you know, spreading some sort of viral global pandemic of sorts, you know, it could escalate that to, so that's the way I heard it. I tell you what, hold on to that. And then what's growing on, you couldn't be more relevant, mm -hmm. man, just about what happened. I'm telling a story about from this book I read. Couldn't be more relevant, brother. Very cool. I'd like Chris to crisper away mosquitoes forever, but then but again, then like again. birds and bats, mm -hmm. like it, then you you master shit up in the ecosystem. Because I was like, man, what are they good for? But I think quite a bit of things actually eat them. But yeah, sometimes can't handle can't handle it. Uh, uh, yeah, thank you, wanna... Colorado. Can we fist bump barely any mosquitoes in Colorado, man? Right. <sighs> oh, right dude, there. it depends here. It literally depends. Sometimes it's not bad. Other times it's yeah, it's kind of annoying. Other times it's like, dude, if I get a flat tire while I'm mountain biking, I better be like, I'm ready to like do a little bit of wrenching and then dance around and fucking, you gotta be in movement or else yeah. you are just tore Miserable, up, bro. Miserable, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's sometimes. Don't get me wrong. It's beautiful British Columbia, but yeah. The woods, the woods got him. Yeah, should we get to, do we have, uh, I think yeah, we're going to go right on over to what's going on. Yeah, you hit it. We have, um, you're talking about the Pandora's Lab by Paul Ovid. <laughs> the book you're actually reading, a hard book, or you're listening to it? Anytime I say reading a book, I mean listening to a book. But don't you think, I'm not discrediting that. I was about to to get a book um, that, oh, I forgot the title, Brain Fern, but regardless, for my trip coming up here to read, like, man, I think it's good exercise, right? Even, and then they're like, oh, you can get it, the digital version. I'm like, well, I look at the screen enough. I look at this glowing thing enough to where I want to have just, maybe it'll be nice for my brain and eyes to look at boards on pages. So just food for thought, Scotty. I think your brain, part of your brain's missing it. Okay. Thank you, sir. Uh, you know, my brain doesn't miss this one because <clears throat> I fall asleep to it every night and then I'll fall asleep. It only takes me a few minutes to fall asleep. I wear my sleep mask, dude. Complete darkness. <laughs> it is so fast falling asleep in complete darkness. But I'm listening to this book and I end up 
It's all seven different chapters about seven different science mistakes. One of them was, uh, we'll get into what it was about like uh, opium and morphine and how that turned into Oxycontin. And the whole time, every time they would swear it wasn't addictive. Uh, the trans fats thing where they just took these things that were way worse for you than these natural occurring uh, fats. And they promoted a hell out of them and gave tons of people heart problems. Remember that. I remember that. Yeah, the third chapter was about the guy that invented chemical fertilizers, this guy Fritz Harbor. And it was interesting. You want to talk about like un, you know, unanticipated uh, consequences? And Sunny Bechtopia's comment got me thinking about this. Uh, she says this it was probably irrelevant to something we were talking about previously, but human manure is the only way to save the species. And that sounds really weird, but they, back in the day, they would recycle every bit of manure. They would do everything they could because they didn't have chemical fertilizers. Going up to, <laughs> why are you laughing? Because ma- manure is not really that bad of a word. Manure, because you got ma. <laughs> How dare you, Ben? Right. How dare you, sir? <laughs> uh, anyway, but they said with every bit of arable land, they could feed maybe 4 billion people if we really worked hard, hard at it. And so this guy came up with, there was, and by the way, in this century, I was reading this book in, or in the last century, I'll say, I think it was the 60s or something like that. 300,000 people in China starved from hunger because they didn't have, they weren't able to make food. You know, so this guy decided he was going to pull. They knew you could theoretically do it, but they couldn't figure out how to do it. Pull the nitrogen. The air is like 70-something percent nitrogen. And to pull that out and fix it and make it into a form that plants could actually use. Ammonia, actually. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I wasn't sure. Anyway, this guy figured out how to do it. And it was, it was amazing. He made chemical fertilizers, which... Instead of their four million, four billion people uh, in a hundred years, they were able to grow it to ten billion people because of these synthetic fertilizers. Because he figured out fuck nitrogen fixation and any of those limits, he can make as much as he wants of this stuff. And it turned out bad. Yeah, it turned out into like cheap fertilizer in dead zones in the ocean and uh, huge runoff problems and. Killing fish species that goes up the food chain and algae blooms. And it's like one of those unanticipated. He say he got six billion lives he made and then he ended up screwing the whole ecosystem. I don't know. It was trippy, man. All the unanticipated consequences. Yeah. Yeah. But he was fucking with nature. Nature locks that nitrogen in a triple bond. Dude, it's the hardest bond in chemistry to break. And they, they, they take like thousands of degrees and pressure to break this thing nature didn't intend on having you break that thing that nitrogen is locked in the air for a reason nitrogen fixing bacteria that can grab it are scarce and there for a reason in those proportions we have less nitrogen in the air than we used to uh that's a good question man i wonder if it yeah that's a good question i always have to preface this by saying i never took chemistry bro making me think about the uh I believe I have this right. The atom bomb, all that energy created from the atom bomb is by the splitting of an atom, right? Yes. Is that what it is? Uh, and splitting, yeah. Yep. Yep. And that splitting one atom causes that amount of like an explosion. That, that creates correct? a uh, chain, chain reaction. reaction. Yeah. And they all dump into each other. 
In fact, when they were uh, uh, testing the Same. first bomb, they didn't know if that would continue on and, and ignite the atmosphere and destroy all life on Earth instantaneously. We'll see. And, and we'll they see. still lit the fuse on the door. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's just try yeah, it. Dude, speaking of bombs, it, though, well, this guy, the nitrogen, yeah. it's ammonium nitrogen. Oh, uh, yeah. World War One comes in. He's German. And he's sitting there. Of course, you don't want to lose the war. And he goes, hey, man, you realize if we run this through this simple chemical process, it'll make ammonia nitrate, which is this super explosive shit. Right. So now they, he just invents fertilizer and explosives. And, uh, yeah, it wasn't good for him. Like, he won the Nobel Prize for that, the Nobel Prize. And when he went to receive it, everybody turned his back on him. It was, like, the first time that happened. Wow. Every his family was ashamed of him. He ended up, he ended up dying of heart disease. Mm. Died of a broken heart. Died of a broken heart, man. Mm. But it's weird. The guy that gets, is responsible for six billion people in the world... And did all this stuff that he was, thought he was doing good for humanity. Then, yes. Are you helping? Are you helping? Are you Thank helping? you. Is it your place to help? Do we need to create six billion people? It, I, Why do we need to do that? It's entry. Yeah. In the past uh, hundred years, too. It's crazy. Did you think it all this you... Saturday morning? It's <laughs> <laughs> like a false goal. I'll have some more shit to say about this book because every story he has in there is interesting. It is really interesting. Banners, uh, yeah, no, I'm just going to carry it on. I'm going to carry it on here too. Have you ever experienced pure darkness? I was mountain biking the other day. It was, no, I was out with my dogs. I was just doing a hike. We've had snow. The trails have been rough. Uh, and I was like, it's starting to get dark, you know? And I'm like, it's not a big deal. I know these trails really well, even in the dark. And I'm like, remember pure darkness? And that's maybe as a kid, you've been in a closet or a basement where like you can't can't see the hand in front of your face. Like you can see absolutely nothing. And I did that one time over a two night camping trip when I was in Boy Scouts in a cave, which was a super trip because like when everybody shuts off the lights, it's like, dude, you can't tell anything's going on here. Um, you hung out in a cave overnight. That sounds scary. Yeah, it was it a bunch the, of dudes. those old school caverns? I, I, I went to those as a kid too. Yeah. Oh my god! Well, and then we did a uh, eight mile hike through the cave, which involved all kinds of stuff, from walking through like water to <sighs> one thing which I really didn't like. You had to go through one of those. I'm not super claustrophobic by any means, but Fuck you had to go that. through this thing where you the earth the earth was touching your back and your stomach, and you had to like get through it. And I'm like, and then you need to think. So scary to me. <laughs> Same as camping, like don't overthink that you are in the earth. Like we're camping in the earth. But regardless, the pure darkness, it got me thinking about that. And I looked ar around on the, the Google, but these two uh, scientists, this was back in 1965. They're like, let's see how long we can stay down in the cave, not together, in separate rooms. They couldn't hang out together. And people like hole in the door. do this to torture people. That's like isolation and shit like that, right? I'm like, who the hell signs up for this? Um, one of them spent 88 days down there, and one of them spent 126 days down there. Um, that is in total darkness, though. Are you sure? Um, yeah, they said, I mean, when they came out, they had to wear obviously like special goggles for a while because they're like, okay, I'm surprised they didn't get complete eye damage. Yeah, like, I remember no hearing light. about that. <laughs> yeah. There was a big thing about their their clocks got fucked up when you when you exist in yeah. total darkness like that. Right. Your circadian rhythm just spins out of control. They were living like 29 hour days. Jesus, you were trying to pee in the That's it. Like this. 
It's not that easy, man. A circadian That's rhythm. Easy. Yeah. Their yeah. circadian rhythm yeah. was had to, they had nothing to tie to time. So they were sleeping sometimes for 30 hours at a time and they had no clue. Yeah. Like, or they'd go to sleep. Like, their sense of time just was shit. And I can't Im- what ca- They had to have given them. What would keep them down there that long? I was about to say drugs, but that wouldn't be that fun in total darkness. What do you do in total darkness? so messed up. Getting a scientific paper published. People love that That can't be, man. I mean, people go crazy. I call shenanigans, man. Yeah, people go crazy. I remember reading about it back in the day, and they went right up to the point that if the the longer one would have went any longer, you actually go blind permanently. Your your rods and cones fuck up, and you just uh, can't see anymore. I don't know, man. That's um, too cruel. You know what else is cruel, though? Yeah, I was thinking that it's kind of cruel the space station, too. Getting sent up there where there's nothing to fucking do. You're floating through outer space. And people are up there for like 100 and something days, man. They're up there. They're doing, they're doing shit. And they got yeah, to throw stuff in the air and eat it. I've always wanted to do that. You don't think they're banging, dude? I I was just about to say, man. I just watched the documentary about the speculation of how many people have had sex in space. And... It's, I it's think it's probably better with it when in gravity. Wipes. Like I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. I think gravity helps. Like I think being in zero gravity sex is probably a bit more challenging. Yeah, I think uh, I'm thinking I like the gravity. Clean up so hard. Um, <laughs> so one more hit here. I was on Let's Be Buds, B U D Z. Let's Be Buds uh, show on YouTube. And shout out to to Uncle Rick Spartan Grown, uh, co-hosting on the show. Uh, Green Goddess, I believe, and forgive me if I'm forgetting somebody, but the Spartan Groen brought up this, you can show this link to this uh, Rainbow Farm. He's like, have you ever heard of Rainbow Farm in Michigan? And I was just going to shout this out, the DGC. I want to get my hands on this book. I think I found it a few places online, but it's, and this is called The Domestic Siege That Time Forgot. And in a quick nutshell, Rainbow Farm held uh, events, it was a, you know, cannabis-friendly token area. Um, then the feds came, uh, Two people got killed, the building burnt down, that type of shit. 2001, yeah. they're doing this? Are they insane? That was the height. Yeah, and then 9 11 happened. Dude, so what happened lost is every fucking freedom after that. 9 11 happened. Well, the, the point is that is this story was really buried. Um, and I'll bring more light to it later on in the show. I got to read it and get more educated on it. But um, the, at 9 11, it was interesting, like, kind of just. Nobody's paying attention to anything but 9-11 at that point. So the story got buried because of another crazy event. Um, but this was just cannabis prohibition um, and crazy ass shit. So anybody has that book, hit me up or I'm going to try and order it so I can read and tickle that part of my brain. Um, really interesting. Do you think it's purposely that power is really small? <laughs> that is interesting. We'll have, to, mean something? we'll have to ask High C. This is his department. <laughs> what about that arrow? Mm. Yeah, what is with the arrow, too? There's Two arrows. Where's the other arrow? There's symbolism here, man, that we don't Whoa. understand, man. There's a fractured circle, bro. <laughs> um, hey, I got a couple more DDC producers here. Yeah. Got, oh, oh, I like that. I got to get ready for Thor Strike Factory. All right? Thor. I love it, man. How about Mr. E. Elmo Fudpucker, who's been with us forever, man. Thank you for the support. I hope you're doing good. Toadstool, toadstool mushroom pants. (laughs) Sounds like something you call somebody where you're not allowed to curse. Toadstool mushroom pants. Toadstool. It's a Mario gamer tag. I wonder what they're for, dude. Toadstools? Uh, They're supposed to be poison, right? 
all I think of, I don't, I don't know. I'm going to have to do some research on that one. Hell yeah. Thank you, ChatGPT. Anybody using that over Google? I almost asked ChatGPT everything other, instead of Google, man. Yeah, I asked ChatGPT about the the myth of Jacob's Ladder because I was arguing with a friend of mine. I was like, it's from the Bible. He's like, no, it's just a Huey Lewis song. It's like, it's, it's a for, movie. Uh, it's for it's sure. Oh, and funny. so I asked ChatGPT, or I asked Google first, and it was just like, told me about the song, the movie, the book. And I asked ChatGPT and explained it so eloquently that I now understand it perfectly. Dude, I, I seen didn't even know I have a movie. I have a toadstool here. And they are poisonous. Here's an example. Told, told. <laughs> Is that an Ananita Muscaria? Yo, wasn't that Jacob's oh. Ladder movie about hallucinations? And I thought it was an acid. Yeah. Yes. yeah it's all about him tripping out. And... <laughs> Great movie. It was good. It's really good. Uh, I don't think I reminded cats yet, Scotty, about the DGC Cup, DGCCup.com. Guys, get your tickets. It's going to be creeping up here, man. It's spring break time now. Pretty soon. Summer, summertime. Not too far away. <laughs> So, and I hope you guys out there are doing some spring break fun shit. I know when your kids are out of school, it's like maybe harder to continue on the tradition. Right. But spring break 2023 is upon us. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Come on. Are you high, dude? Tell me, tell me a movie that completely <laughs> fucking rattled you as a kid, man. Anybody got one? The scary? Scared the fuck out of me, man. Exorcist? That mm. one scared you? I was all right. It's, it's one of the... Not the first one, but there's a scene in the hospital where that like mummy, the person that's all wrapped up, is right. walking in the hallway. Oh yeah, and with the with the huge shears. Yep, you put on your total darkness, and all that kind of messed me out a little bit. Oh, and the wall. Oh, the wall was creepy. I didn't like that. I don't like him shaving. Still, I got, I got not a movie but a video, and it was I don't know why. I just always remember I was watching Michael Jackson's Thriller. It's like, oh, this is cool. This is pretty cool. And then when he turned around and his eyes turned into like cat eyes, I was like, oh my God, like what the hell? I tried to change the channel. It's like, freak, yeah. freak me the hell out. Man, for me, it took me a while to get called. used to that. Yeah, it's, all, it's hilarious. It shows a different age. I seen this movie called The Serpent and the Rainbow in the 80s when I was like a teen. And it was about voodoo and like possessing people's souls. And it was so fucking scary to me, man. Mm-hmm. How about you, Grandpa? Oh man, I, I viscerally remember it was the, I, I just recently found out what movie it was after I'd seen it after like 30 years. It was the Toxic Avenger. <laughs> and he turns into Toxie after he drinks from a public water fountain. Right. And then he jumps out of a window and then lands in toxic waste. And I was shit scared <laughs> of drinking out of water fountains for years. And my mom never understood why. He couldn't get me near him. That and I heard a radio advertisement. Uh, trying to get, uh, promote like radon gas being like in your house and the way the radio advertised it, it was like it was a person so it's like radon gas comes in your when you're, you're sleeping right. it snuck it in kills and kills you when you're sleeping I was like mom who is radon yeah. gas and yeah. so those are my two visceral memories is toxic <laughs> avenger and radon gas ah oh, shit man good stuff man. good stuff <laughs> since you're on movies you got a comment from sleepy eye killer and we I mentioned the cocaine bear the other day oh, and boy. he says cocaine bear is one of the better movies to come out in a long time wow it's a must see blaze up heavy they can okay. give that a go okay man i would watch this one man a little cannabis bear yeah throw a meme throw you guys a meme (laughs) early (laughs) brack to the future future. oh man look at bear is just chilling smoking weed is that 
Did did you I use ChatGPT? That is amazing. Yeah, that that looks very AI art to me. But was fucking we totally searched. Have an on point movie here. Like if I was a producer, which I'm not, and somebody was pitching me, is like, okay, Cocaine Bear did pretty good. <laughs> Sequel, Cannabis Bear. I think you could totally sell it. Like that would that would be an awesome counter to it. Same guys, you know, same bear, but now he's he's got hooked on weed. Just chilling, hang partying with people. <laughs> Cannabis bear is just Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> oh, bother. Dude, I got one for you guys, man. My wife is pretty terrified of flying. I would say she's been doing it enough where she can calm herself down with about eight beers in the airport, eight $13 beers in the airport, the lounge. <laughs> But like it was pouring rain. Like the last time we were coming in, and I'm just laughing. It's like raining and snowing, and I see the engine sucking it in. I mean, I tr- I trust technology, okay? But just look at this guy trust technology. Just look at this landing. All right? Could you? I mean, I would be concerned if we're landing. At least we weren't landing in that shit. And just oh man, just, hang on, just watch this. It is. Unbelievable. Where's Bristol Airport? I guess that's in England. Yeah. A sideways. Could be Connecticut. It is a sideways landing. You see how you can see the ground? I'm going to say you can kind of see the horizon. Whoa, wait a second. (laughs) All of a sudden, it just came into focus. What's happening? What is he doing? This guy is just a boss, man. Wow. So those are. uh, Come on. Come on. My YouTube feed, I'll watch this shit at night for sure. And that's they they that is one of the training things they have to do for crosswinds. And you just have to turn it right right when your lower wheels touch, you're good. You're good to go. Wow. Holy crap, man. I could not imagine what's going on. And that guy might be listening to the dude grow show right now. You're right. Sully. Allegedly we get an airplane yeah, pilot, an airline pilot. And he makes yeah. his co pilot listen before they do all the checks. That is hilarious. Awesome. You just gotta look at all throwing in there like when you throw in uh whatever boeing triple seven or boeing extreme takeoff the way those planes that we regularly fly in can take off if they need to almost vertically is insane i mean you see him that would look pretty weird yeah you see him at air shows man just doing they're amazing right what else machines it's just something I thought it's it's Saturday morning. I thought maybe we could have a laugh, dude. Oh my god, um, I don't know about what's going on. <laughs> yeah, this stuff this is what my how my feed goes, man. It gives me crisper stuff. Maybe where you and... don't watch the video show. I don't know. We're looking at world's ugly applications for twenty twenty three world's ugliest dog are now open. <laughs> wow, I scroll down, they're just ugly. You can just scroll down. I always find these sad. Oh shut up. Aww. Come on, that dog is Ugly. What is? I mean, you know, these these are genetically inferior <laughs> animals. Why, why are we doing, why are we doing this? He's why are we judging dogs? They have parents? no idea that they're being judged for ugly. They're so ugly, they're cute. That one looks just like his own. Oh, Come on, okay, that this that for how long? Like, that's not all. Yeah, dog, I was gonna say it? these are just like fucking mummies. Oh, that was the pharaoh's dog. I don't from, like this man. from the. <laughs> <laughs> Get that thing off of there. I <laughs> Look what you brought on us, Scott. Dwell on, on it. Dwell done. on it. Oh. All right. All right. All right. I didn't look so good. I didn't have my glasses on when I was like, the New York Post, I will say, is my favorite news organization. So lady. Yes. I love it. Have you ever, I tried just go inquirer, bro. I it's, I got the Times. It gave, they gave me like a $4 subscription to it. And. 
it's not worth four bucks. I'm like making sure that they don't take my four bucks next time, you know? Uh, the post's more my style, man. Can I tell you something, dude? What do you got? I told you this earlier, and it blew your mind, I know. <laughs> Booby trap spelled backwards is party boop. <laughs> I like that. I did they come up with the, the did they want it to be like that? Is that the joke? Or what is the or the origin of booby trap? What do they call that? You know that's got to be some kind of word thing where it's the same spelled backwards and forwards. And Grandpa, of course, knows it. <laughs> I was trying to come up with a pun like pal and like boob. Anyway, a palin bro. Any a new millennium is a palindrome, right? Is it millennium? Well, millennium like a palindrome. That's what it's yeah. I'll give one variation on Urban Dictionary. It's okay. You don't have to close your ears. Of booby trap is when you leave a fart in a room or elevator so the next person walks right into it and gets a nice whiff. I thought that was hot. Oh, my God. That is terrible. That is terrible, man. You are so evil if you do that. And what? 60, 70% of the population is done. 80, 90, 98. Our last one, dude, is for you on this Saturday. This guy should be a hero. This guy is a hero. Do you see that? Just go back. Hang on. You got to see that. Hang on. Watch this. Catches the baseball, has his kid, drops her just for a second, catches the ball, and doesn't spill his beer. <laughs> I mean, drops of beer. That is, what is going a on? man, baby. Now, he's holding where I'm sure you don't want to read. You don't want to read the comments on that one if you're that guy. What are you, alpha male lets go of his kid, catches the ball, and catches his kid in less than a second and only costs him a few drops of beer. <laughs> Why is he an alpha male? Yeah, that, that's know. a super common thing. It, it, it's like a meme category on the internet. It's called, it, this is called dad reflexes. You, you can you type this into YouTube and find hundreds of these videos. Did you guys ever experience that? When you, had, when you first had kids, did your reflexes get better? Because this is a meme, dad reflexes. And I feel like when I had a kid, my reflexes did get sharpened. Mine's like intuition. Like I knew exactly when to pass her to my wife because uh, she was going to puke. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's just right? as good. Yeah. It's different. What manner? Or, 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 why is this alpha male? Why? Because he's the man. He's the myth. He's the legend. All right. <laughs> I'm freaking. Man, that guy time. gets in look, front look of the beer line, man. That's it. Dude, the kid was standing the whole time on its own on the rail. Watch the playback one more time if you want, but the kid was totally fine. So right here, look, kid's yeah, standing yeah, yeah. up, totally good, no worries. So look, at, look at his eyes, though. The kid is dropping. He's aware that he has it. His <laughs> eyes go to the beard. <laughs> I mean, I love that. That's doing, it for, that's doing it for the gram right there. Yeah, and the fam. Um, fake. <laughs> fake news. That's fake. A I believe in nothing. <laughs> Uh, oh, well, uh, I'm gonna get on. I'm gonna just get on with it, as uh, Patty said. If you guys ever caught that fun loose hang <laughs> yes. with Patty on Drew show, go search yes. that out. You'll find it. And uh, I'm just gonna get on with my Saturday, boys. Uh, thank you, everybody, for hanging out. And uh, yeah, that's all I got, man. Sure. <laughs> Google Patty the Batty, my dog crapped in your yard. It's the best piece of content I, I've heard it. Weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can check it out on the after Thanks, show. <laughs> Thank you, Thanks, Banner. Nice hanging. Catch y'all Monday. 
Hey, have a good weekend, man. Have a nice Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, enjoy. Let's go to the grocery store. Hello? Hello? Hello, love. Um, it's your, my dog's just had like a slot. I was just wondering if you got some water. I don't want to leave it outside. Stop touching the vacuum. Ah! It is. I'm, I'm five minutes away from home. Um, don't worry, I'll clean it's it. Just, like, you sure? I just I feel like I feel terrible. You <laughs> know what I mean? No, it's all right. It's just had a proper sloppy shit and I can't even pick it up with a poo bag. You <laughs> know what I mean? Don't worry, I'll clean it when I get in. Uh, thank you very much once again. I'm sorry about that. I hate doing stuff like that. That's why I knocked right. on. Go on, I'll see you later. Ta-da. Ta-da. Ta-da.